find something new It might not be so good But we're stuck inside And we might just die So let's try a new hobby Still learning the ukulele the one who got out of bed at 5 p.m. today. And I'm Jude, the one who turns 29 years old tomorrow. And and this is Friends with Niche Hobbies, a podcast where you try new niche hobbies every month. We try new niche hobbies. Maybe that's how we should start saying it. We try new niche hobbies. Oh, that's what's written there. I just paraphrased incorrectly. You did. Our disorganization is a feature, not a bug. (laughs) I like that. Good words to live by. <laughs> Today is December 19th. It's a Sunday evening. Yes. It is 5.56 p.m. and it is very dark outside because we are almost at the shortest day of the year. We sure are a summer or winter summer solstice. Winter solstice. Kate, what's something that you should do during winter solstice? I'm unprepared for this question. I mean, I like to light candles. I absolutely need to get a bunch of new candles and I can't believe it because mom got me two uh, Christmas candles that are like nine ounces so they're like the jar candles from uh, Killing Candle Co. in Vancouver Mm -hmm. and I got the Noche Buena which is Douglas fir and Suzuka apple but it's just like super Christmassy scented and so I've basically just been burning them nonstop. so you're right important to burn candles I gotta do a a stop to get some yes 100% yeah I've been making some candles for a Christmas gift and there are a couple that like didn't work out so I have a bunch in my house right now which is not a problem I'm at out no not at all not at all I'm so excited for those candles should be good um so in addition to it finally almost starting to get light again at night what else is new For me, I, so tomorrow is my birthday, December 20th, but yesterday, um, I noticed a lot of Vancouver restaurants are like kind of shutting down for the holiday, especially with the new Omicron variant coming out. Yay. But I got to go to um, a restaurant that is fast becoming one of my favorites in Vancouver. I went there for my birthday dinner yesterday. They're closed. They literally like closed down today for the rest of the year. Kin Cow Song on Broadway. It's this amazing Thai restaurant. And I went, so we went there last night. We had shrimp toast, which I think is the mm-hmm. best appetizer in the world. It is like a piece of bread with shrimp on top and they deep fry it. Oh. But it is so good. So I got to do that. That was my wonderful B-Day dinner and had a wonderful bottle of white wine with it, a Riesling. And we ate a whole tilapia fish. So they just served that all ready to go. And I ate the eyeballs because I'm very cool. Wow. Thank you. I also, that's sort of like my standard birthday present for my roommates that will go to like a fancy restaurant and they'll spot the bill. So it was pretty nice. Yes. I also had my first ever Facebook marketplace sale with this old secretary desk. I had this old secretary desk from our house growing up and I really wanted it when my parents were going to give it away. And I was like, no, I'll take it. And I used it for a bit and I realized, well, I used it for a few years. I realized that it was not a super practical desk. It has a big sort of glass, like pane of glass pull-out drawer that kind of goes where your feet would be. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just not really, it wasn't working for me anymore. So I, I sold it, which I was very excited by. And it was very, very clean. Everyone wore masks. 
it got cash for it and i'm like wow this was very easy i was kind of freaked out at first i love facebook marketplace i buy and sell stuff on it all the time oh (laughs) not as much i guess now but yeah like we got our coffee table i've talked about before but oh, yeah, we and have, you like, also your your tiny town is from there, right? Yes, my tiny t- yeah, my miniature village I bought off my marketplace, and yeah, the coffee table was yeah like forty dollars. I mean, I probably look at Facebook Marketplace, I would say almost every day just to see like what's on there. But I love, love it. yeah, love it. What's up with you? <gasps> I am also once again wearing my Fitbit, which I had I taken. Did a break notice from. that when yes. we started recording. Yeah, I just, I don't know, it's been kind of nice. I definitely haven't been hitting my step counts very slow recently, so I like that it, like, prompts me to, like, get up and move at the end of the hour and stuff, and it's tracking my sleep, which is always nice, so I'm going to try and, you know, New Year's are coming, I'm always trying to be more active, and just, like, it's a nice, constant reminder, and I just kind of got out of habit wearing it. Yeah, I'm I, getting an Apple Watch in January, and I'm excited, because sure. it'll be a similar, it does some of the similar things similar vibe besides that i am super excited part of the reason why i sold that desk on marketplace or marketplace facebook is because i am going to i think buy a a singer sewing machine and a sewing desk i'm going to have that set in my room i'm always been really interested in making clothes and i have almost no sewing skills that are not like hand sewing so i took a class at makers lab last this year really enjoyed it and i'm like okay i think i want to try and give this a shot and just do some simple projects i've been looking a lot at mood fabrics which uh if you ever watch project runway they're always the store that they go to to pick up their fabrics from they have a huge selection of free patterns and like for like nice looking garments of like high higher quality so i've been looking at those and i've just been super excited for that well, for me, last night we had a Christmas party with our friends, so that was exciting. And um, the rules in yeah, with Omicron, the rules in BC are changing. I think it comes into effect tomorrow though, or tonight at midnight. I could be wrong. I don't know if it, whatever. But the new the rule right now is you can have ten people over to your house as long as everyone is vaccinated. All of our friends are vaccinated. In fact, two of them are triple vaccinated. So nice, safe. It's the same group that we've. It's an extended version of the same group of people we've been seeing basically all of COVID. So it's really nice to get everyone together to one of the couples that were there we haven't seen in a long time because they were busy with work. So it's really nice to see them. And we did like the white elephant gift exchange thing, which is always funny. So there's a collection of like hilarious gifts and some of it was alcohol and I gave Lush bath bombs. So it was, it was fun. It was fun just to get together and hang out so it was good times and it snowed like crazy last two days in Kelowna so it was very winter wonderlandy and the party that we were at we could walk to from our house so it was perfect although I did nice. fall like super hard on our walk there. sorry thanks. excited to see that bruise thanks it's right on top of where I think I bruised the bone from my roller derby <laughs> fall so that's also part of why I stayed in bed all day yes yeah so that party coupled with the sinus sort of situation I've had going plus just work like kind of going full tilt is why I stayed in bed until five. I also made scones last week it was my first attempt and they were so freaking good um, and I was telling Jude the secret in this recipe which is not a secret everyone seems to know this is that you have to freeze the butter so you freeze the butter and then you grate it and that's how you like incorporate it but yeah they were so fluffy I just I put cheese and like herbs in it because I like I like more of a savory scone but because there's still sugar in it there's still like a sweetness to it but yeah they were so good I had them like for breakfast Dan made like a sandwich with prosciutto with the scone one of the days 
Come so, on. It was so good. And now I, I wish I still had them because I want to see them. <laughs> the problem with good food is it goes so fast. I know. I know. It's true. And then this week was we celebrated um, Nettie's Gotcha Day. So on Friday was four years since we adopted her or got her, I guess. Yeah. So cute. So I got to look back at some cute little pictures of her when she was just a tiny loaf and she came home. And we got her two new toys. And my last piece, um, we'll talk a little bit more about Christmas later, but we are flying out to Ontario on Thursday, which is kind of stressful because everything's changing all the time. Um, and we have N95 masks, so we'll just wear them. And that's exciting. It's going to be weird to go on a plane. It's been almost two years since I was last on yeah. one. And with in-laws in Ontario, we're usually flying at least once a year. So last time yeah. on the plane was to come back from the Galapagos Islands. <laughs> <laughs> very different vibe than the last time that you were on a plane. Very different vibe. Also, Ottawa, very different vibe than um, Ecuador, weather-wise. Oh, really? I've always heard that Ottawa was the Ecuador of Canada. Yes, we'll be... <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll not be packing my bathing suits or anything. No. Well, that's not true. We'll be packing multiple bathing suits. They have a hot, hot tub, tubs. so... Hot tubs. Yes. That is one true... Like, hot tubs really come to shine in Canada in the winter. Yeah, the hot tub and, like the snow it's quite nice the only problem is when you get out of the hot tub and you have to walk on the deck to get back inside and you're like hopefully my feet don't freeze off there is one of the fancy lifestyle blogs that i follow (laughs) um her husband makes like natural like wood burning hot tubs oh so you're basically like in a person soup that is cute literally and they look so cute like perfect little circles they're all wood all around them and I'm like and there's and they're in like on the sunshine coast too so they're in like the cold but like really like green and like islandy part of BC and it's like wow that seems like the absolute best place to have a hot tub like that our um our vet hit the wife she's like a wine person and Mm -hmm. so they built a hot tub the summer wooden one but it looks like half of a wine barrel yeah it's I don't know if I love a theme yeah it's like it's very cute actually because they (laughs) they built themselves they're posting like updates and I was like this is fascinating yeah because yeah it's they basically use the same principle as used to make a barrel so like with the water water swells it like fills in the yeah I was like oh I would have never thought about this yeah yeah it's quite cool it's quite cool indeed it's okay what are you drinking today I am drinking a muddler's vodka lemon tea you are not drinking it yet i see that it's closed that can is closed how dare you have banter with me without drinking nice crack thank you yeah dan's a big fan of the um, moscow mules that this company makes and so they are good very good and they made this was like part of their like more summery pack so it was like the lemon tea the moscow mule there's a fruit punch and then there's something else and then last night we bought another variety pack and it was all mules so it was like the moscow mule and then there was a passion fruit mule a prickly pear and a cranberry and they were also all really good what are you drinking i am having a tried and true field house ipa you love that i do it's just like okay i like fancy burr but yes. what i also like is having a six pack so i can share it with my friends and i really like that this comes in a six pack because it's like I have a four pack and I share it with like my two roommates. It's like, okay, so I share, have a beer, they each have a beer, and then I have one other beer. Like most of my beers have been drunk by other people. 
which is not bad, but also I'm like, I, I want to have a certain amount of, al- of my own alcohol. And I know it's just good. It's tried and true. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a West Coast style IPA. So it's kind of like, it's not really sweet or cloying as some of the more cloudy ones can be. But and I love Fieldhouse, as I said multiple times. Oh, we know. <laughs> I'm still so sad. We went to Fieldhouse, like, I think probably the maybe the november december before covid so in 2019 and it was so cute and i'm like leaving there i remember like oh, i would love to be back soon and now it's like two years later and no never never going back <laughs> uh, yes yes i mean hopefully with the restrictions over christmas there isn't like a crazy surge and everything goes back to normal fingers crossed all right jude what is our hobby this week? So our hobby this week was Christmas ornaments, or also referred to as bubbles, bulbs, or bubbles. They are a decorative item, usually to decorate a Christmas tree, but not always. I think both of us remember our mother's many ornament-based centerpieces for Christmas dinner. I have um, two ornament bases. Oh, there's one right there on the show. You and mom are clones of each other. Congratulations. <laughs> These decorations can be weaved, blown, either glass or plastic, molded, ceramic, metal. They can be carved from wood or extended polyesterine, or they can be made by many other techniques. Ornaments are available in a variety of geometric shapes and image depictions. Ornaments are almost always reused year after year rather than purchased annually. We love reuse, reduce, recycle. And family collections often contain a com- combination of commercially produced ornaments and decorations created by family members. Such collections are often passed on as augments from <laughs> and augmented from generation to generation. Festive figurines and images are commonly chosen. So I, I feel like we had a Christmas tree with these kinds of ornaments. Yeah. Lots so, of combo. <laughs> yeah, we had like ornaments from like our dad's parents' house that were like old and f- super fragile. And then we had ornaments that my mom like our, our parents would buy and then we had a bunch when we were younger of ornaments that we made at school which were generally terrifying let's also not forget the selection of um, teacher oh yes, ornaments that we had having two teachers guess what if you gave a teacher an ornament on their tree you know they use it <laughs> until they retire and then they get rid of them all and then they get rid of everything well i feel like specifically our parents are very weird with their purge after retiring tendency Yes, that's correct. I agree. We're all freaks of nature, we expect. So so where did these ornaments come from, Kate? (laughs) Um, The first decorated trees were adorned with apples, white candy canes, and pastries in the shape of stars, hearts, and flowers. Sign me up for that tree. Um, Glass baubles were first made in Lauksha, Germany, by Hans Greiner, from, uh, who was alive from 1550 to 1609, um, who produced garlands of glass beads and tin figures that could be hung on the trees. The popularity of these decorations grew into a mixture of glass figures made by highly skilled artisans with clay molds. The artist heated a glass tube over a flame then inserted the tube into the clay mold, blowing the heated glass to expand into the shape of the mold. If you've watched, um, What's the show on Netflix? Blown Away. Blown Away. They do some stuff like this on their occasion. They have a Christmas special. As oh, well. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. We watched it when Chris was here. And the original ornaments were only in the shape of fruit and nuts. So a very, like, food theme. 
I love this. Very pagan. Yes. Um, after the glass is cooled, a silver nitrate solution was swirled into it. A silvering technique developed in the 1850s. After the nitrate solution dried, the ornament was hand-painted and topped with a cap and hook. Yes. Pretty on. I, as soon as you start talking about this, I'm like, this reminds me so much about Blown Away. Also, I'm shocked that ornaments were invented in the 1500s because I feel like it's pretty universally agreed that the 1500s in Europe was like the worst time. That was the height of the Black Plague. And it was like, that was when there was like a, like a multiple plagues happening every so often. Well, they needed some joy. Just like how I have they, they Oh, yeah. Look, Christmas ornaments are the, they are the precursor to people in 2021 leaving up their Christmas trees and their Christmas lights for months on end just to give themselves some kind of serotonin. They're all from the same things. Christmas is a trauma response. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me tell you, I'm in 0.0 rush to take down my Christmas stuff again this year. I, just... well, we did actually put up, Stu put up, um, like Christmas lights all over in the house, which is pretty cute. I have I have Halloween decorations up still. Uh, Kate can see from on this side my little Halloween candle, uh, and then just behind me there, there's a little Dracula statue. That's hilarious. I love Halloween. Oh, we know, we know. You better yeah. know. Well, I have my all year round Halloween decoration. This is true. Oh, this is just what that is. It's the yeah. same thing as how I have like a mink skull in my room. It's just. It lives there. It's never come yeah. down. It's just part of your aesthetic at this point. I do have, I'm not going to move the camera, but I do have uh, Kate's holiday card on my sort of string of decorations that I have above my desk. It's Happy Holidays oh. from Nebbiolo, Rolo. And oh, yeah. uh, Kate and Dan being the absolute <laughs> number one iconic basic Canadians. Yes. I don't think I talked about it last time. Maybe I did. It would have been red right when I ordered it, but. No, I must have talked about it. Yeah, we ordered holiday cards this year. And we're wearing red, like, buffalo plaid. All of us. Kate's wearing a, a vest as well. Yeah. I, like, the vest was a last minute. That vest, are you, oh, and slouchy boots. Am I wearing slouchy boots? No, I'm wearing a hunter's, I think. No, I am wearing slouchy boots. You're right. wearing slouchy boots. And, and, a a and a toque that our mom knit me. Are you, after this photograph, did you immediately go to Pottery Barn to look at some linens? Or? We don't have a Pottery Barn, so I couldn't. <laughs> I did go to Costco afterwards, though. <laughs> you know what? Same energy, slightly different uh, class setting. What? Costco is for all. I'm, no, I'm just saying, if you dress like that in Vancouver, it'd be like, ah, look at this bougie woman. I am bougie, it's true. Well, I, no, we also went into a pet store and then Nebby was wearing her bandana and they're like, oh my gosh, her bandana is so cute. And then they're like, oh, you guys match. And I was like, and I feel like Dan wanted to be like, I need to take off something that I'm wearing so we don't all match because it's too much. Oh no, that's so, I can't believe it. You guys are silly. That's so cute. I love I being matchy-matchy and especially with other people. Especially with the dog, to be honest. Especially with the, oh my God. Do you want to show our ornaments or do you want to just talk about what you we need first? I already showed you my ornaments, but so let's just... So what we just, what we did... Oh, yeah. Is we basically just use stuff that we happen to have around the house. So this is a good, like, hobby for anyone who, like, is looking to do a hobby over their Christmas break, let's say, and you have art stuff. For us, having tried many different hobbies, we have many different art supplies in our house. We sure do. So we were able to make it happen so for me i used two different mediums i did felting and i've shown you this one already but i made a little felted pig with the santa hat so cute. this is a little tail we'll post pictures of all these on instagram 
Yeah. I made a mushroom. Oh, that's a clay one. Yeah, a blue mushroom. And then I had two years ago, I bought this pattern on Etsy for making like a little blue footed booby with a Santa hat ornament. And I was like, I was like, I'm going to make it for like, I'm going to make one for Jude and one for mom and dad and one for our friends and into the Galapagos with. And I just like never have. And I had plans of doing that for my third because it would have been hand sewing and it would have been so cute. But I, um, I have no ink in my printer to print off the template because I lost the one that I printed before and then just didn't. So I made a third ornament out of clay when I was making the clay ornaments in case. And it's just, so the ones that you like give your parents, it's like, I can't, like I used my thumbs and printed like a heart into this. I don't know if you can see it. It's hard to see because this dough is swirled because it's leftover from when I made my bracelet. That's so Um, smart though. So yeah, it's just like two two thumbprints um and it makes it hard so i tried to do an impression of nebby's paw instead but she wanted no part of that so she does not enjoy the feet touching she does not enjoy like touching generally actually (laughs) but aren't we all nebby avoided attachment she's just like i want to lie near you but please don't touch me i'll let you know when i want you to not wish to be she only wants she like it's like how she she wants dan to pet her the entire time he's driving but it's like (laughs) no Bam. This is not the time. For me, I, so I made a, I felted a little gnome. Oh my God. What is so up with cute. my lighting right now? It's very, um, oh, there you go. Hey, I just can't be close to the camera at all. So I made a little gnome. He's got a little red spotted hat. This is actually a kit that mom gave us for Christmas oh, yeah. last year. And I had it kind of kicking around and I'm like, oh, I really should be doing this. And I was like mildly traumatized by my hideous cat pin so I was a little put off from it but I actually did this I had a bit of downtime at work the other day because I was getting ready for my holiday and everything kind of had been passed on and so I was sort of just monitoring something and waiting for the next thing to happen and so I made this in probably like an hour (laughs) and I just like it was really really fun really fast to do and I had I enjoyed this a lot more I found this like a a lot easier to do and now it's just a cute little one I I added the little white pom-pom I didn't have that in the beginning but it was really fun and easy to do. The one concern with that is just I have to keep it away from cat because this is oh, felt yeah. our cat toys. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, with mine, I just remember, like it's I felt it around a styrofoam ball. So its body is like that's why it's so tight looking. I was looking at yours and I'm like, it looks like compact. Yeah, that's my cheater. It always felt like weird. Like it's like a waste to have like yeah all wool on the inside and so I was like oh and I started this actually when I was in COVID quarantine back in August I like felt it around the ball and then like never did anything else so I was like this is a good time to fix it or finish it I just need to get a hanger for it so right now I just like set it in the tree because I also have to be if it falls out of the tree Nebby will eat it for sure yeah and then I also made this it's so cute it's about it's about the size of a quarter yeah. and it's a little snowman that I did it's adorable um, yeah I got it was like six bucks from cool Etsy I literally just looked up like mini ornaments because I had kicking around a couple of these sort of little wooden display frames recently with my embroidery I've been getting more into like having them not just in a working like yeah. frame all the time but actually having like a nice little hanger so I do have some kicking around and when I finally got to I found it was like six bucks I think for this pattern you got like six different patterns to do stuff or maybe a little more than that. It's pretty intense because it is um, like tiny. It's really mm-hmm. small. I bought it from 
Iona Rose art. Was it just like a digital? Yeah, just a digital download with a little nice. booklet though. Pretty standard stitches, backstitch, full of uh, French knots, things like that. And really nice clear instructions, good booklet. And it gave like the option of like, here are like three uh, templates, really simple. And then here are like the templates that are moved more apart from each other. So you can work, you can print them all out and then just like, you know, do them one at a time. So yeah, those, those are what I did. We don't actually have a Christmas tree this year. Oh no. We never got one. I don't, I, I don't think we got one last year or if we did. I don't think you did actually now that you say that. Well, mom, but mom yeah. said you had the angels. What did you put them on? No, you're right. We didn't have, a, I put the Christmas the angels on the Christmas tree last year. There we go. That's what we should, I should have made an angel uh, ornament though. Should have. Should have. Should have, would have, could have. All right. So instead of, you know, yeah. So I, anyway, I thoroughly enjoyed that. It was fun to yeah. try and come up with an idea. There are obviously lots of other things you could do with stuff in your house. Like for me, now that I have the cricket machine, you can cut stuff out. Like I made a card for my brother-in-law because his tickets, his Christmas present is tickets to see the offspring. So I cut out like an, an ornament with the offspring logo cut out on it. And we glued that on the cards. So that's what we'll give them to show that we're going to the, like, cool. I mean, he knows what he's getting, but still fun to fun. do something nice. Yeah. And like, you know, with clay, obviously there's a hundred different things you could do. You could use paper you could use whatever there's like so many different options so I think it's fun to a fun thing to do especially if you have some time off right now and you're looking for something fun and interesting if I had more time I probably would have felt in more of these to give to people that I would like to make a little cow and give it to my mother-in-law but so cute maybe next year yeah I agree if you're feeling some of the holiday blues maybe try making an ornament because you can make it about something that you actually that interests you yeah like I like listened to a podcast and drank one and well I did this and I, like I sculpted the clay ones and I did it's baked the clay you bake so mm-hmm. I baked them and while like they're baking I was felting and it was like a really nice thing to do in the evening that didn't involve like watching tv and yeah yeah, yeah it was fun gorgeous so I thought we'd finish off by doing a little bit of like a Christmas vibe check rather than because right. we didn't do it a vibe check about this what is your favorite christmas tradition it's kind of like in Kelowna. my favorite christmas tradition we have is we go see candy cane lane every year there's a neighborhood in Kelowna. all the houses decorate like crazy decorate and Mm. um they collect food for the food bank and we go every year with dan's brother um and now his girlfriend so we're doing that on the 22nd so that's super exciting i love doing that but my favorite one from growing up um, I really love doing Christmas puzzles with mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind of, I don't know, kind of boring, but we have like this whole collection of Christmas puzzles. And when <clears throat> we were living at home, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, we'd start, we have like five or six. And so we'd have to start them before Christmas. And particularly when I was in university and I had like a month off, we have yeah. lots of time for puzzling. Um, but yeah, it was night. We just always had it set up. And so you could do puzzles while you watch TV and just be part of everything, but have something to do. And it was always like, oh yeah, like check another puzzle off the list that we've done. Um, so unfortunately the last two years, like mom and dad are in Mexico right now. And then the last <laughs> Poor year- Poor mom and dad. <laughs> I know. I'm sure mom's really sad about it. Mm. And last year we couldn't go in their house. So it's been two years in a row, songs, Christmas puzzles, but hopefully next year. What's your favorite Christmas tradition? Oh, it's kind of tough to say. Part of me wants to say watching the old school um, Christmas Carol. Carol. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good one. That was I love. I always love when Bob Marley goes business. 
mankind was my business oh it's so good so good um i love doing that and i also say that i love the kind of the time like we've already opened up all the presents talking and stuff we've had breakfast and then everyone's just sitting in the living room like going through stuff again like reading the magazine they got or like eating the pistachios or just like when everyone kind of just looks at what they're doing and sort of sits and chills out together that is my favorite it's an unintentional Christmas edition, but it always happens, and I always really like it. I love that too. And one from our child will also add, which because I think you'll agree with me, is when we used to go and cut down the tree with dad at the tree farm. Oh, anytime that I have like mulled cider or something, I am immediately thrown back to like getting mulled, getting cider, and getting hot dogs and sitting around that huge fire. Yeah. Oh, that was, I take it, I take all those other things back. That was like, favorite tradition <laughs> yeah I love that too um and then do you have a favorite Christmas ornament mine is the baby boy ornament that mom got a few years ago Aww. yeah okay so for like background story both Kate and I have when we were born our parents got us like it's a baby night and year I think yeah and then like a little description about what they're like they're the best whatever and obviously because I was born a woman, I mine was a it's a girl pink for one for nineteen ninety two, and I remember when I started transitioning, I asked mom not to hang that ornament up anymore because I like didn't really represent it anymore, and I think that like I was just really like nervous that you know it's one of those things like I, I don't think mom was actually ever gonna get angry, but it's like one of the I was afraid she's gonna get angry for this because it represented something that was important to her. Just totally valid. Um, but then the next year, she had a new ornament for me, which was, it's, an, it's a boy, 1992. <laughs> exact same kind of ornament, exactly the same kind of vibe. So it's the same, but it's like, a, it's so cute. And it just, it, it honestly means like the absolute world to me. It was one of the, the really the first times that I was like, because like when we, when I first came out, like there was a struggle bus a little bit, like everyone is growing and learning. And this was like over 10 years ago now. So it was a different kind of time. But that was like the first one that I was like, okay, like things are getting better now. Like we're moving forward. Like I'm getting acceptance. That's just like this. It, it was a really huge and impactful kind of moment for me. So yeah, that ornament is my favorite. And there was not a dry eye in the house in that moment. Yes. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, that was good job, mom. Mom has freaking knocked it out of the park. Like like uh, not to like dismiss father who is wonderful all those things but there are like a couple of just like key memories in my life like that one with the ornament the socks for my birthday I have a really late birthday in the year I, I was getting up early at like 6 a.m to go to camp or band because I was a nerd oh, yeah. mama got up early and made me porridge and got me socks and like it was I wasn't expecting anything because I got my Christmas my present in the summertime birthday instead. present yeah yeah and I was just like, there's just, yeah, there's a few. And like, even when you're talking about scones, like I remember so vividly coming home from Scotland and like mom having tea and like freshly made scones. And it's just like, lights up my brain like a Christmas tree. What's your favorite <laughs> ornament? <laughs> oh, I'm um, sorry, I'm like so emotional today. It's okay. It's Sunday. I, I mean, I like my baby ornament as well. It's interesting because my baby ornament is super gender neutral. <laughs> yeah it's so weird <laughs> so mine is just like a baby sleeping on the moon and it's like so cute. so cute so I do like that one and then on our tree we have a lot we have a our tree is basically full 
we talked about it before, but we go to Hallmark every year and buy ornaments. Um, so I have tons of ornaments and I love them all. And I have a lot of Beauty and the Beast ornaments. So I have ones that play music and I have ones that are just Belle and I have ones that are Mrs. Potts and Chip. But 11 years ago, when my, or wasn't that quite a, a few years ago, our grandpa was moving out of that, his house to move to Kelowna. And we were going through the Christmas ornaments and he didn't really want them anymore. So it was like, okay, like grandchildren, like you can go through and pick the ornaments you want. And our grandma had a bunch of, cause she's a grandma, she had a bunch of Disney ornaments and Barbie ornaments. And, and so there's a bunch, there's two in there that were Beauty and the Beast. And we all kind of had our favorite Disney movies growing up. And so I think you got the Aladdin ones, right? Yes. Anyway, I ended up with yeah. Beauty and the Beast, but I also got Little Mermaid. But the Beauty and the Beast ones, I like, I love them so much because it's my favorite movie, but also that they came from our, our grandma's house. I remember hanging them on the tree when we were little. Um, one of them is, yeah, Chip and Mrs. Potts. And one of them, I think, is Lumiere and Cogsworth. And so they're just like, it's really cute. And it goes with my Beauty and the Beast collection very nicely but yeah I love having those memories of her I also have a bunch of the Barbies that she had collected and that our mom generally bought so whenever I hang those up too I always think of her so those are my favorite we're sentimental Uh, beings deeply sentimental you know I think sometimes it's really easy I don't know for like you live pretty close to our family especially now but like I think for a long time it was really easy for me just to be like kind of disconnect myself from Christmas a little more Mm -hmm. and just like talking about some like the traditions and like even just making the ornaments really like oh it was it was just really nice I think sometimes I am like trying to chase the dragon of what Christmas felt like when I was a kid and that's just not happening anymore because I'm we are no longer children but I just think that this is like a kind of nice way to show you can always make like new traditions and like really remember and sentimental so yeah yeah and I like that like the in the description you think it's it's kind of almost like a, a conversation between generations in ornaments I like that too. Yeah. So nice. <laughs> Next episode. Are <laughs> gonna be starting our making every all of our food from scratch mini series. So I'll be eating scones exclusively all of <laughs> Yes. So yeah, we've talked about it before, but yeah, we are gonna do our um making everything from scratch episode. So because of the holidays, I'm not sure we'll record the first episode for that. We'll try to do it pretty yeah. early in January. And then we'll probably do the wrap up at the end. So kind of like with the NaNoWriMo, there'll be a bigger space between episodes um, yeah. while we finish the hobby. But yeah, so yeah, making everything from scratch. Judah started on a list of rules. But yeah, basically everything willing to be from scratch and we'll find out yeah, how that goes. I think- and like, you know, the idea is for it to be within reason, right? Like we're not gonna be like, you have to like, debone and if you want to have any chicken you have to get a whole chicken like we're not going to get that wild you need to have a whole lamb shank to deal with it but it's more so like if you're going to use seasoning like you need to either have that like you can't just put like italian dressing on something you have to make all the dressings yourself all the condiments yes. sauces you yeah know, we're not expecting you to, us to mill flour but it's the, the basic components of within reason thinking basically any like if there's only one ingredient in that thing you can use it so like yeah. milk um yeah eggs cheese yeah I don't think we're gonna force ourselves to like you can try I think there's an option if like we wanted to try making mozzarella that we could but I don't think that making it cheese or butter would be really necessary I think that it's sort of like I won't be doing that because I don't have time it'd be fun to do that if I you know didn't have to work but yeah those pesky jobs but I think it's more so like any kind of like complex carbs pasta bread uh crackers 
yeah and cutting I mean not so much for you but like we have a lot of like microwaveable like food in our house not that I don't usually eat it but it's there or like even frozen yeah. pizza and stuff so trying to get away from that completely for a month is probably a good way so yeah I'm gonna try it's challenging for me because I'm in Ottawa until January 31st but or December 31st I mean yeah. but yeah I'm gonna try like January 1st 2nd get some recipes and you know even just bang out a couple like granola bars and stuff like that yeah. or a couple things power you can throw balls. in the freezer yeah power balls so that there's something easy so I'm not like oh I have like have to put so much work in to make this it should be easy but and I have a good stock yeah. of soup in my fr- the freezer right now too that I've already made from scratch so that'll be good too yeah I also have some a good stock of soup happening right now we'll be making broth for the new year I plan on honestly just having a lot of roasted veg <laughs> Yeah. Good. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, the hardest thing for me is going to be bread, but also make scones. Yeah, you can make scones. I think I've added it into the rule section. I have a little resource, but there's uh, one of my coworkers just, uh, she sent me a like replenishable bread almost. Like you make the dough and then you just keep it in your fridge. And when you want to have it's no need bread, so what you want, you just pull it a little bit, you shape it into a ball, you put it into the oven, bang you bread. Intriguing. And it's not like complicated yeasty mother stuff you put instant yeast into it intriguing i'll have to look into that yeah i've made i've made pitas before from scratch and i'm making tortillas this coming week for taco tuesday so i'm trying yeah i'm trying to sprinkle in a couple things nice so that hopefully we'll be okay when we get there but we'll see all right well on that note merry christmas happy holidays etc have a good christmas season Um, and thank you for being along with this first full year of Friends with Niche Hobbies. Woo! Um, and we'll see you in the new year. Thank you for listening. For more information, for links, or support the show, go to friendswithnichehobbies.com. Follow us on social media at Friends with Niche Hobbies on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And if you have a niche hobby you'd like us to try, if you made ornaments, if you have thoughts, suggestions, well wishes for the new year, please feel free to email us at friendswithnichehobbiespodcast at gmail.com. Please like, subscribe, and review. Tell a friend. It helps us a lot. Patreon, thank you so much to our Patreons, Liz, Dave, Kat, and Steph. If you want to join our Patreon or buy us a beverage, which is just a one-time donation, head on over to our website. Again, that is friendswithmechobbies.com. Be awesome to each other. 2021 has been a year that happened. And you know what? It's nobody's fault. So let's just try to get on. Yeah. We love you. (laughs) 